Hello, this is Let's Finally Watch It, where we watch the movies that you probably saw decades ago that one or both of us have uh, failed to see. I am Lauren Blair-Donovan. And I'm Clark Knez. And today, I am watching, for the first time, sort of, E.T. Yeah, that's crazy. That's, uh... it, it's weird, because it's. I think I was telling you this. It's like a family inside joke that I, I, I can't verify super well, because most people involved are dead. But like my parents, with like I think my aunt... Uh, and other people saw E.T. in the theaters, and it was like mm-hmm. an experience because this was like a cinematic blockbuster. Oh, yeah. But they had this like dumb inside joke about like they, there was like this promotional huge bag of popcorn that was like the size of a human. And when they went to go get popcorn, my mom and my aunt brought in, as a joke, they yeah. like made friends with like the concession stand guy and like <laughs> brought in all the popcorn, just like a visual gag. My family's pretty silly. Um, and it's been an inside joke. My aunt even added that inside joke to my dad's eulogy. Yeah. <laughs> so I should have big... seen this movie because we have family folklore yeah. about this movie. Yeah. But I did see an hour of it also at an outdoor cinema thing. Which is hard to concentrate. But what's weird yeah. is everyone was quiet. And I did see the first hour, and I liked it. I was enchanted, but I had to be somewhere. Yeah. I don't remember where I had to go, but I literally yeah. did have to leave. So yeah, I am glad I finally get to, well, watch it in its entirety, because I probably don't remember the first hour super well, but mm-hmm. I'm excited to see the whole thing now, too. Yeah, it'll be... A, I, I think it's good. I will say, it's not necessarily mm. my, like, favorite, actually. Oh, okay. I, that, but I do I do like it. This is a new choice, because I feel like... Let me look at our little list. Because, yeah. yeah, like, you didn't have anything bad to say about Wizard of Oz coming to America mm-hmm. or Ghostbusters. So this yeah. is the first time you're like, I'm, I don't dislike it, but it's not my... I'm, you're disclaiming it more than the past. Yeah, I'm, say, I'm saying that, like... Because I think I had watched it recently, and I'm like, oh, it's a little bit slow. There's something... Okay, it's a, it's a um, Steven Spielberg movie. Mm-hmm. The thing that I like and I don't like about some Steven Spielberg movies is that the like fantastical parts are very great, like super... Mm-hmm like amazing but like the kind of like boring and i get it there has to be like a uh like a yin yang yeah so like the the boring parts i'm i'm definitely i mean it's up there for me i it's up there for me i just i'm not 100 percent certain about how it's aged nothing bad or anything but like i just don't know how um i i guess just because it's been done so many times now, you know, like a similar story, you'll see it. I think it's good for an alien story, you know? Yeah. Did Alf rip it off? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. That no, literally... I'm just kidding. Oh. But, but oh. I mean, just any, like, family living with a alien story. But yeah, yeah. Like Alf. Alf. Um, I, I How many other Alf. stories like there are there? Um, there's Mac and Me, uh, which was, it was a McDonald's movie, basically. McDonald's Um, movie. It was like the ripoff. But then there's also like Harry and the Hendersons, uh, you know, which is like a big foot. But I don't think, I think it's going to be good. I'm just putting it out there that it, I don't know how well the pacing is. It might be a little boring. I think that's what I'm I'm trying to say. Yeah. But I... I love it. It's literally the first movie I ever watched in the theater. Oh, that's right. You told me that. Um, when I was a baby. I was I was like six months old. My parents decided to take me to that. And it was my f- my first movie. Um, yeah, it's good. It's good. I don't know why I'm I, I'm making it no, seem like that. No, but we're, yeah. we're talking about the, the nitty-gritty gray areas of all these movies. Yeah. That's why we go deep dives into right. the trivia or the point of view of the writing or characters. So, like, yeah, yeah no. Yeah. And I, yeah, and I think because... I think also because, like, coming to America, when when we watched it, I was like, oh, sh-, it's not as funny as I thought it was. So I, I have a bit of that. But, yeah, it's great. Uh, good special effects, I think. Yeah. And, yeah, well, uh, William Shakespeare. Uh, Steven Spielberg is a master director and this was like pretty prime yeah uh steven spielberg times well this feels like one of those movies that's on every hollywood's greatest 100 movies list mm-hmm. whether yeah. it ranks high or low it's like on every list of yeah like capital 
M movies. Yeah. That, you know what I mean? Like, have have a stranglehold on American culture. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they even had a ride at Universal Studios, mm-hmm. and they still have it in uh, Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I think it I've is... been on that ride. I really like it. Oh, you've been on it? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. That was fun. I like yeah. that one. It's going to be very one. different than... The, well, at least the end part, the end, uh, the end part of that ride where they're on the planet. Oh, I don't everything. remember it very yeah. well, but um, yeah, I no, just know I liked great. it. Yeah. It, it, it was a, it, that was a very fun ride. And they say your uh, ET says your name at the end, and he used to, I used to put random names and just to get them to say funny things. Nice. But yeah, I, I think it's good. I think it's good. I just, I'm worried that it might be a little slow. That's so interesting because when I was watching it sometime in the past decade, I don't know when, mm-hmm. but I was in Denver. I know that. So over five years ago for mm-hmm. sure. Um, I was very enthralled. So, yeah, okay. but, but I don't, I had a different, I guess, lens for watching movies than I mm-hmm. do now. So yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah, you'll definitely see it's, uh, but it, it's, it's sweet. It is sweet. It's a it's a kids movie. It's it's yeah, it's a yeah. family movie, right? Yeah, it's a family movie. Yeah. yeah, I feel like this is sort of like a weird middle ground of like some of the movies I haven't seen, where I could probably name a lot of the plot points pretty mm-hmm. verbatim, but I think there's a lot that I don't know about. So it's yeah. like a weird hybrid of Wizard of Oz meets Ghostbusters. Right. Where like I was shocked at how much I didn't know about Ghostbusters. Yeah. But Wizard of Oz, there was only one or two scenes where I'm like, I did not know about that or I did yeah. not see, th-. you know, so because I feel like, isn't this about a family maybe going through a divorce or something? Oh, yeah. 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 Wow. That's usually the thing that people don't pick up on, but yeah. 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 I, well, I did see the first hour. Yeah. So I yeah, think yeah. somewhere That's, in yeah. there that maybe got glued into my brain. Drew Barrymore, obviously. Isn't oh, it? she's great. And she's, she's one adorable. of your favorites. Yeah. Yeah. I love her so much. She's, I just love her. Yeah. What's not to love? I mean, yeah. my God. And yeah, they, they shenanigans ensue and yeah. extraterrestrial. I, I'm unclear as to how he becomes basically the new family member, but they hide him. They put him mm-hmm. in disguises. Yeah. There's it's something so about fun. phoning home. And then there's a, you know, with the moon and the red hoodie and the bike mm-hmm. and yeah. You know, all that stuff. So yeah, it's, I mean, it's a literal logo of Amblin Entertainment. Yes. So it's... <laughs> Again, stranglehold on culture. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. iconic. <laughs> yeah. And so. it's fun. And E.T.'s very cute. He is. He is. I agree with that. So I call her E.T. sometimes. When she's oh, looking yeah. extra bug-eyed. I'm like, yeah. come here, E.T. Come here. Um, she's sleeping, so she's not going to be um, looking at the YouTube yeah. pretty camera right now. But... Yeah, so I'm excited to see it. This is not Avatar kicking and screaming. Oh yeah, I'm, fine. I'm I'm excited to finally watch it. Right, and it's and it's 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 very good. I I know I was sounding very negative, but yeah. Oh, and you know, there's also there's also some side things. Uh, yeah, we'll get to it. All I right, guess. Yeah, right. there's some interesting things. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. That All I'll right. get to when we after after you watch it. All right. Awesome. So we're going to go watch it in the magic Mm -hmm. of podcasting. We'll be back in like a second. Realistically, we'll be back in like two weeks, but uh, we'll see you soon. And I'm going to come back being an E.T. super fan or I'm going to be like, you're right, Clark. It didn't. The pacing sucked. And mm, I got other complaints to lodge. So Mm -hmm. we'll find out. Stay tuned. (laughs) Bye. And we're back. I've seen E.T. now. You've seen it. <laughs> Finally. It's, I know. <laughs> In its entirety, and at least. Doesn't it feel like a, a milestone now? It does. I Actually, feel like yeah. a more full person for having okay. seen a lot of these movies. I'm like, oh, I'm an American now. I was born here, but I feel like an American. I know. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you feel foreign. I, I, I always, I've always felt foreign. Yeah. I think it's because I watch a lot of English stuff when I was a kid. Oh, and that's so funny. Because like, even when I ask questions, I'm like, "Did you go to? Uh, did you go to the park?" And like, I go up at the end, uh-huh. and, as opposed to like Americans. I don't know how they say it because I'm not American. You're right. I'm obviously not American. <laughs> Anyways, yes, you see ET like most Americans have. Yeah, but <laughs> yes. I I think also universally, it's probably like a universal. Yeah, hit. probably, probably. Yeah, it's a worldwide phenomenon, I'm sure. But yeah. yeah, I liked it. I liked it. I have a few bones to pick, but I did like it. Yeah, for I sure. get why yeah. it has a stranglehold, which yeah. I guess is my word for these popular movies on culture. Like, I, I get it. I get it. I yeah. get it. I get it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm worried that when I was talking about it in the intro, 
I may have been like a little, but but I think you kind of got what I was saying. Yeah, though. it 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 is a little bit slower than you would think, or it's just not the. If you were to abbreviate it, you would cut out so much in your head. You basically, could cut out. Well, you know what's so funny? I was at a party and I was talking to someone recently and by party I mean my own birthday party oh, okay. and someone else had not seen E.T. and we were both surprised at like how much we didn't know E.T. died oh, like okay yeah, we, you, yeah. That, like you know how like I knew the Wizard of Oz almost beat for beat yeah E.T. is out there in the world I did not know E.T. died and then pulled a Jesus H. Christ oh, yeah. and like resurrected and like i just didn't know anything about any of that so i was quite confused knowing that Mm -hmm. they hadn't even flown by the moon yet on the bicycle and i'm like he's dead though he's dead yeah (laughs) they buried the lead in pop culture like they don't talk they they do not spoil that for you (laughs) i yeah i don't i i think that's probably the least funny enough probably the most traumatizing someone told me that too that that traumatized them as an eight-year-old and i'm like i get it i'm glad i did not see this as an eight-year-old right i i think the worst i i remember seeing et like face down in the water and i remember i mean he's all gray and everything it's scary it's bad it's oh yeah we just yeah us as kids i mean it's traumatizing as an adult too and rewatching it i was like oh shit like Oh, I wouldn't be okay. I'm not. I'm not okay after it. And I, you know, I know everything's fine. But like, and that's what comforted me too. I'm like, I'm an adult woman. I know mm-hmm. there's a happy ending, but yeah. still, he's dead, and it's confusing. Yeah. <laughs> God, wouldn't it have been crazy if they just? I oh, died. <laughs> he died. <Sucks>. Goodbye. <laughs> Sorry. Hollywood blockbuster. Yeah. Alien dead. Bye. But what, what did you think about like his personality? Did you were you mm. endeared to him? Because I really wonder about that. Because mm. like I watched it when I was a kid. Obviously, it was yeah. literally the first movie I ever watched That's right. yeah. in the theater. And there, I think he's cute, but he's not like he's cute. not adorable. He's not adorable. Yeah, he's like how some dogs are so ugly they're cute. Yeah, exactly. There's a certain breeds. Um, yeah, I think I think he was endearing. I think what made him endearing was probably because he was just as afraid as Elliot of Elliot mm. as Elliot was of him. I think that was a great plot telling device, you know, because it like established him as not a threat, right? And it's yeah. cute to see different humanoid but not quite things have just like us, like stars, just like us, like mm-hmm. extraterrestrials, just like us. I know it does disarm you a little bit. Right. Um, he did seem, I don't know, he low-key seemed either exactly how an extraterrestrial would, because what would they want to explore, or he seemed kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. I don't know which, because, yeah. like, he just got drunk. Yeah. Like, that's such a, it's funny. I'm not mad yeah. at it. It's a little random. Like, you would think he would be more fascinated by the TV, maybe, mm-hmm. like, the buttons. Yeah. Like, he flew here on a spaceship. You would think you'd mm-hmm. be interested in earth's technology but instead he went for the miller light and right. like that's a choice and i'm not mad at it but yeah he, you know his personality besides not being a threat is not the most defined yeah it's what do you not, think having seen this a lot I, I think of him as an explorer i guess yeah. and and so i really do kind of and also i i'll be honest in re-watching it like when elliot's showing him all the stuff i'm like <laughs> Elliot's kind of a dumbass. Like, he's kind of a dumbass. He's like, this is a peanut, but it's actually a bank. And you put... Don't... Con- just... Let's just keep it simple. Well, he is like, eight, right? Or he is eight. Or I know. Yeah. I understand that. I understand that. Yeah. yeah. But he's... It's amazing that E.T. really was able to figure out... Also, I feel like maybe E.T., even before they got to Earth... They did some vetting, and they probably knew at least a little bit about yeah, Earth. Yeah, you would they think that they've to. heard of Earth before, if yeah. nothing else. Like, it yeah. didn't feel random. Because it felt like they knew what they were doing. It felt like they were just making a pit stop, almost. Mm-hmm. Like, and refueling like, and before going back on the highway that's the interstellar galactic yeah. Milky Way. I don't know what it is. But yeah, yeah. the Milky it's, Way Express. Yeah, or like, yeah. right. Like, Milky Way 101. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. But so, like, here's the thing, that We're kind of touching on something that i found super interesting and it's just like a food for thought kind of thing mm-hmm. do you think that if we whether we lived in southern california or not but if we were just not in the industry 
Do you think that we would have some different reactions to some of these movies? And I don't mean that like there's so many smart people out there that mm-hmm. we're in a different age of storytelling, like post, especially golden age of television where things are mm-hmm. more intricate and like uh, detailed and, and there's really not a lot of like plot holes. So like a lot of audiences have wised up to, yeah, you know what I mean? The like, formula. yeah. Or like pointing out plot holes or toxic behaviors or whatever. But as a writer, like I had part of why I don't watch a lot of TV and movies anymore mm-hmm. is it's kind of like ruined for me to some extent because I sure. sort of see where stuff is going or I see the plot holes or I think mm-hmm. the choices are weird. Yeah. And I have a few kind of like Elliot not being that smart or why didn't E.T. know more or whatever. Right. There's a few others we'll probably get to. But do you think that we'd be having different reactions if we didn't meet by being comedians in Hollywood and Hollywood, yeah. you know? I, I don't magic know. ruined for us? <laughs> I, I know. I think about that as far as like comedy goes. Oh, too. for sure. Yeah. Um, just like that structure. But yeah, when you start breaking down like scripts and stuff, it's yeah. like the MacGuffin, the MacGuffin, the, the whatever plot devices are being used. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, I mean, it, it's just like, uh, you know, we're, we're going to touch on this later. But baseball, like someone, somebody's like, oh, that's a curveball. Right. I, I don't know. That's the, he threw the ball fast and it went this way or right. whatever, you know? And <laughs> yeah. I, so like the ins and outs, funny enough, when I watched it as a kid, even I did, I feel like I did understand some of the plot devices that Steven Spielberg was using in mm-hmm. it. Like I, for one thing, just the mundaneness yeah. of the mundane and right. the spectacular of the spectacular. Sure. Sure. And I, think as a kid even as a kid i kind of understood that there needs to be a you know a big shift a yeah. big juxtaposition because this also relates to another steven spielbergish i think it's a steven spielberg movie um which is called poltergeist which i know you haven't seen i have not seen okay um, is shit. that steven spielberg i didn't know that I want to say it is, okay. yeah. But it starts off the same way, mm-hmm. mundane. Right. And it's then, like suburbia. And, it's a suburban yeah. family that gets poltergeisted, right? Yeah, but then it gets <laughs> scary as fuck, right, you know? Right. So, it, so it's almost like this beat for beat for beat, except for instead of a cute alien, you have a, a tree that tries to eat someone. Cool. Um, but I do feel like we would know that. Yeah, a little, a little bit. I also just get really nitpicky, too, because, like, I'm going to jump ahead or slash jump back to the whole him dying and coming back thing. I was talking to you afterwards. I was like, but how did he come back alive? And mm-hmm. you were like, because you think that the, you explain it. My, I, I'm not going to give it yeah, to you. Yeah, my, my theory is uh, uh, E.T., he created a symbiotic relationship with uh, Elliot. And at the beginning of the movie... When they're exploring, when the the ship first lands in yeah. San Fernando Valley, they're looking around. They get scared by something, yeah. I, whether it's an animal. I, I don't right. remember if it was right. what it was, but me either. All of, all of them, their hearts lit up, right? And they were like, "Oh my god!" Right? Almost like if one saw it, the other ones felt it. So, okay. I personally, what hmm. I thought is that he was. He came back to life, or he died basically because he wasn't with Elliot, with, or yeah, or he yeah. wasn't with yeah. I think that might have been it too. Oh shit, I didn't. Yeah, so he was away from people that he had a symbiotic mm-hmm. relationship with. So I think with um, his family coming back after he called them, that's what brought him back to life. That's my theory, and I, yeah, I don't know why, but that's. Something that I've known, but mm-hmm. I don't know if I heard it somewhere right. or if it was something that I figured out. I don't think I figured it out because I'm not that smart. But he is. I'll vouch for him. But <laughs> but here's the thing, though. This is my bone to pick. Mm-hmm. Like that's a great theory, and I don't have anything to critique about it. That sounds right. But mm-hmm. why did we not get that told? Like it's such a weird leap to me. Like having watched this mm-hmm. as an adult for yeah. the first time, I didn't know ET died, and suddenly he's alive. That's a lot of like legwork. That's a lot of mental gymnastics mm-hmm. for a viewer to watch. And I feel like before the turn of this newer millennium, storytelling, like people were easy, like maybe better at making jumps and being like, oh, cool, it's a miracle. But in this maybe kind of cynical true, age, yeah. I'm like, this is terrible storytelling. Mm-hmm. 
And nothing against Steven Spielberg, but like it's a great movie. But like that and really, he's also Steven Spielberg. He's yeah. Steven Spielberg, but I'm also like, why didn't he explain why the freaking extraterrestrial yeah. came back to life? Like I have questions, mm-hmm. and I don't think that would fly now. I think you yeah, have to sure. explain stuff or, now. Yeah, which I kind of, I get it both ways. I personally prefer it the way that it is because okay. because it, when when they're in the well, like the bubble or whatever, yeah. when they're in the bubble, the iron lung, the government bubble. <laughs> yeah. When they're in there, they show that the brain waves are the same. They show that the heart rate is the same. So like, I think for me, I was just, mm-hmm. that's something I guess maybe that people or that. I. But I thought he flatlined at one point too. He So they ended up separating and he, mm-hmm. and yeah, you're right. He, they did separate at a certain point and he uh, died. Right. And that's when he died. It's just, yeah, I, and I'm all for mystery. I, I don't, like, my favorite, one of my favorite movies is Virgin Suicides, and there's a lot that's not explained mm-hmm. there, too, and that's fine. That That's part of the story of it, but mm-hmm. sometimes I'm just overly logical, and I'm like, explain it to me so I can understand. And, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> but I think I think that's a, another thing, I, and I think we, we touched on, like, a couple of other movies, too, mm-hmm. is where it's like they could spend time doing that, or they could just... Yeah, show them playing D anD D at the beginning of the movie. Like right, it's weird. Right. It's it is weird what people t- tend to focus on because I don't. I forget how long was this movie? It wasn't that long. It was like it was under. It two was un- hours. just a hair under two. Like one forty, I, I want to say. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like they they could have added something. I know there's some deleted scenes that they added recently mm. that oh, really? may have. I oh. and I Harrison Ford's in it. In fact, he plays the teacher. He plays the one of Elliot's teachers or Elliot's in the version principal. we saw no okay. he, was he wasn't in it but there is a scene that Harrison Ford was 100% in mm-hmm. they just cut it um, which is kind of crazy because they got Harrison Ford and <laughs> like sorry dude yeah um, sorry Indy right and uh, <laughs> which you haven't seen either but, no. um, but I think that uh, yeah I'm I'm personally fine with it and you know what in my opinion I think I don't mind if people have to figure it out, I guess that's do or die. That's mm-hmm. my libertarian because I'm a libertarian. No, you're not. No, no, I'm not at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, people need to figure it out on their own. Thank you. I, I'm not. I, I'm, I'm joking. Um, I don't know. For me, that just felt like a huge plot point to figure out on. It's fine. So, like, that's where I'm at. But mm-hmm. yeah, it was. Um, but other than that, there may have been something else. But for the most part, like some things were a little abrupt, like when the astronauts or NASA people just invaded the house. Like that felt like a know. fever dream. Say it's called something. search warrants. It's called search warrants. Give a phone call. Like, hey, we're gonna come in. We're gonna have like some pretty intense suits. We're gonna straight up be like a, a shiny Darth <laughs> Vader. Yeah. Coming in, and it. I remember. So as a kid, I remember being like, "Oh my god, that is terrifying." And so they're terrifying. only wearing astronaut suits. They're just wearing astronaut I know. suits. That's why it feels like, like a fever dream because it's yeah. like, why? I'm surprised I'm not afraid of astronauts. But, yeah, uh, you should be. That's scarier than E.T. himself. Yes. Because like, they also could have like been like, we have to search your house, have a conversation. They mm-hmm. just like busted in there. Yeah. And I'm like, and they that's... S- mm. They snuck in beforehand as well. Yeah. And it's a big invasion of privacy. Absolutely. And I'm not even... I'm not even sure that that break in it initial break in was like necessary like it was they, dramatic for drama's sake yeah. that's how it read to me which really surprised me because it's spielberg mm-hmm. and it's like a beloved movie and i'm like yeah. mm, this could have been better done yeah yeah but like i was saying there there was one part where they where they initially broke into the house and they're they're using light in such a particular way that i actually really loved and i uh you know Steven Spielberg went to USC. Mm-hmm. He knows about like these experimental like lighting techniques, and I right, feel like he did right. he did a good job of like oh yeah using that. I mean, it was menacing. It was menacing. Yeah. So I job well done there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I think my only other real bone to pick was just the mom, and I understand she was mm. going through a divorce. Yeah, and I understand it was a plot device to keep the alien hidden in you know mm-hmm. for her to be like aloof and daft and like unaware. But the, it just like she had no other personality. Yeah, she was not a fleshed out women woman. Mm-mm. She was borderline negligent, like yes, in a way no. that was like innocent because she wasn't mean. But like, 
I've got to go she to the school. Negligent. You stay here. The three-year-old. The th- three-year-old Drew Barrymore <sighs> left. No wonder she grew up to have some problems before yeah. she became the national treasurer that she... No, yeah, no it's exactly. not because of the E.T. mom. It's other reasons. But it's mm-hmm. like, God, she couldn't even get a good TV or right. movie mom. Yeah. You know, she had a bad <laughs> bad deal in real life and bad yeah. deal in E.T. She was a three-year-old by herself watching TV while mom goes to the school. And I think, interestingly, I feel like the 80s were that was kind of like a big time where like latchkey yeah i was just gonna use that term (laughs) um which i hate which is a weird term i mean i kind of was at certain but i was a very good kid i was very good and my parents i mean i did build bombs or whatever but great kid (laughs) i i didn't blow up the house and (laughs) sorry mom that was a hole in the backyard Mm -hmm. by the way but i i did think that in the second watch for me, uh, or like this this recent new watch, recent yeah. watch, I really kind of saw that the brother was the one who was really trying to keep things together in the family, though, too. He like, was my favorite character, yeah. actually. Because in the beginning, literally my first note is, oh, geez, the 12-year-olds are protecting the house of knives. And I said something. Uh, I love how the older brother is having an existential crisis on the bus, like when they're going to school. Mm-hmm. And I was just like kind of snarking on the kid, but within like the first probably 30 minutes, I was like, mm-hmm. oh no, this is a yeah. fine young man who is a good actor and mm-hmm. he he was my favorite. Yeah. He really was my favorite. I, w- I was really surprised yeah. and watched because when you're a kid, you're conditioned so many things and, 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 and this movie kind of hits all those tropes. Your little sister is going to be annoying. Your older brother. I, I don't have an older brother, but yeah, your older brother is going to be a dick. And not and wanting you to play with him. Yes. No, no, no. Middle children just are overlooked. <laughs> so there was a lot of that for sure. But, um, you know, watching it and seeing his performance and his motivations and stuff, yeah. you know, him defending his mom and being like, hey, dumbass, like, don't bring up that our dad right. went to Mexico. Right, like, right. Why are you doing that? And it's like, he was, I wish. And in watching this again, I was like, why wasn't he the one? He should have been in charge. I kind of low-key thought that, too. I would have been like, I'm sorry, Elliot, but you're you're a a dumb kid. You're a dumb child, and I am older, and I'm just smarter. Like, I know. You're going to end up getting this guy killed. I wouldn't have even cared if it was, like, Mm -hmm. about the older boy entirely, and then he just Mm -hmm. had a middle child brother yeah. and drew barrymore as a sister like it was just such a grounded performance mm-hmm. and it was such yeah. a believable thing to have a kid be kind of mean and want to be like with his friends and not his yeah. brother but he does care about his family yeah. and he does have these deep emotions that like, mm-hmm. like a river in winter where he's just right trying to not act like he does though that's such a believable 12 to 14 year old boy yeah thing right and you're trying yeah so I feel bad because I feel like I maligned... I'm not maligned him over the years, but just like, oh, he's the... I mean, I had cousins like that. Yeah. So that were like, you know, penis breath, which is like... Great line. An insane thing to call a kid in a... Insane thing for a kid to call a kid. Yeah. Like, yeah. That is... uh, But but whatever. Um, Because that whole beginning part, you know, he... He was the quintessential big brother. Like, big brother and stuff. But that's the but, thing. You know. When we're younger, we get triggered by the people that are mm-hmm. peers in the movies yeah. that we don't like. And when we're older, we're like, mm-hmm. you poor babies. You're all babies trying to figure yeah, it out. So right. that's why we both are like, we like Elliot's brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also like another thing about it too is if before I was, I really vilified the scientists. Of course, yeah, don't come in with, full spacesuits but weird. <laughs> but these scientists are you know visually and I, I think even cinematic there's some cinematic tricks that they did to make them seem so menacing and yes. f- foreboding every time they're on screen absolutely but they would have been in such et would have been in such better hands if he would have gone to them for i i, I know that's would they have released him back to his family? Uh, maybe. I don't know. That I, makes I don't, me sad if that wasn't the case. I, I don't know about that, but the lead, the guy with the keys, um, what was his name? Peter uh, Coyote. Peter Coyote. The, yeah. yeah. I was surprised to see him because like, I'd seen him in what did you, yeah. other stuff, but like, 
It took me a minute to place him. I had to like yeah. IMDb. I'm like, wait, is that who I think it is? I, yeah, because I was like, is that Eric Roberts? No, he would have been too young. Yeah, young he would have been that. too. Oh, they do kind of look alike. They don't, oh, but they do. They don't, but I it, get why you would be like, is that Eric Roberts? Right. I mean, because I just you only see him at and he towards has a full the head end. of hair, and like yeah, Eric Roberts yeah. is a hair guy. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like he's Julia Roberts' sister, the, right? Their sis- brother and brother, sister, yeah. right? Yeah. That she's teeth and smile, and he's like mm-hmm. hair. Yeah, that's for like, sure. That's yeah, <laughs> and um, and he's great. He's great yeah. too. But uh, Peter Coyote was great, and I do feel like they did kind of. But I, I, I think he really did care about ET. I mean, he was nice. He did a good job with mm-hmm. that because I don't think he was given a lot to work with. To mm-hmm. be honest, like I don't think that was a very fleshed out character. No. At all. Again, I'm going to like kind of ding Mr. Spielberg for that. Yeah. But he did. He's a good actor. So he mm-hmm. did a good job. I couldn't figure out if him and the mom were going to get together. And I was so <laughs> relieved that they didn't because we just did not that need seems... a romantic alien comedy. Like we just didn't. Well, need that. focus like, on something else. Uh, focus on his backstory then. Absolutely. Like instead of, yeah. of, of yeah. doing that. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think because he did mention I've been like looking for this since I was like six years old, since I was your age, basically to Elliot when, Mm. when he had that heart to heart with him. Yeah. And I really think that that was, Oh, okay. This guy actually does care. Like he really doesn't, doesn't want to dissect. Cause like growing up, like whenever I looked back on this movie, I was like, Oh, they were going to dissect him. And like, Mm -hmm. and I was like, no, they were keeping him alive as good. Yeah. Better than Elliot was. He was feeding him beer. Reese's Reese's pieces. Yeah. Uh, he was eating random shit. Like, I don't think he was. And he, you know, we don't know how aliens would even react in our atmosphere. Like, I know. That's... Yeah. And I think when they were going through the house the first time, they had Geiger counters. That was that clicking sound. Mm-hmm. And that picks up radiation. And it was clicking pretty hard. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, E.T. could have 100% been radioactive. Toxic. Yeah. Toxic, like Britney toxic Pierce. with a heart of gold. Yeah, almost exactly. literally. <laughs> At least the light up heart, but yeah. like toxic. Yeah. Yeah, and I, um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, it's it, it, it's really interesting. Okay, two thoughts though about the children of it all. A, this was really heavy. Mm-hmm. I wonder what it was like to be one of those child actors on that set. Mm-hmm. It's like you have to be like children of recent divorce. Yeah. Hosting an alien. Mm-hmm. Oh no, aliens going to get kidnapped in their mind by the government, mm-hmm. by the scary astronauts. That's like I feel like this was still a time. I mean, we're still not great with child actors. We could be so much better, but we have come a long way technically. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those space for both things to be true kind of scenarios, but I don't think anyone was thinking about the psychological well-being of the types of roles that children mm-hmm. take on. Right. I think that's at least a part of the dialogue now. It's mm-hmm. not it wasn't in the 80s. Yeah. And it's just like, I was just like, man, this is so heavy and this is a children-based movie. Like, yeah. wow. Because were we talking about it? This could have been something that we didn't talk about. But the way that they said, good, he said goodbye to Ali, or mm-hmm. Elliot said goodbye to E.T., mm-hmm. I think Steven Spielberg told him, after this, you're never, we're going to not, this thing's not going to be a thing. Oh anymore that we're going to destroy the puppet so this is literally you saying goodbye to et okay i guess we didn't talk no. about it because you look shocked yeah if you're so, on audio my jaw's on the ground yeah oh my god that's the way that they got that scene so when he is like emotional he really oh thinks that god. he is he created this bond with because i think the way that they they wrote it it was like uh like pretty much chronological with the movie yeah so the way they filmed it, the way they, the filmed, way it, they yeah. filmed it, and and I think that was the last scene actually. Wow! So I think oh. what it so that reaction that Elliot, the the actor, he was literally saying goodbye to ET forever. Which is like <laughs> That's traumatizing. Yeah, but going back to your point, that's like where, crazy. Like I understand you have to get a performance. There was some movie I'm not thinking of it offhand. Oh, I think it was Lion King because JTT was the mm, young Lion yeah. King. And they said when, like, they were looking, when he was trying to figure out if Mufasa had died, because he was notoriously very close with his mom, who was also his Mm. manager. And they're like, act like your mom died. Oh, my God. That's how they got. Not that he was, like, a bad actor, nor was Elliot, but, Mm -hmm. like, it's. 
That's, they're 10. They're I know. 10. Like, that's like... And trust issues, my goodness. Yeah. Like, it's wow. no wonder that, like, we need to stop, like, making fun of children. I know. Child stars that life's, their life goes exactly. awry. It's yeah. not a relatable thing. It's if you, can't, if you haven't lived it, don't make fun of it. Um, yeah. But also, speaking of child stars, Drew Barrymore is a freaking star. Oh, yeah. She's... Stole the show. I still yeah. like the Big Brother character best, but mm-hmm. every time she was on camera, I was oh. like, what a natural. She's such a Barrymore. And I think like, that oh that's my God. it, is she's natural. When she's mm-hmm. acting like a little kid, she's... I mean, she's still... She's giving a good performance, but still acting like a little kid. Like Grounded yeah, in a weird yeah. way. Because I hate precocious children. Mm-hmm. Nothing drives me crazier yeah. than when kids are just precocious to be precocious. Actually, that's a lie. Precocious adults drive me even more crazy. Mm-hmm. They exist. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like when yeah. adults are like plucky and like they have catchphrases or they like oh, yeah. are just like smiley for no reason. You know, it's fake. Like there's someone in the improv scene that's very precocious, okay. but I'm not well, going to drop that we'll name. We'll talk about, about it afterwards. Okay. Oh, I'm so excited. I just found out I'm Russell doesn't down. like this person either. There's like, I'm yeah, I'm right. Okay. I'm right. Um, oh, shoot. What were you doing? No, I was going to write it down. So I, I won't forget. Okay. I won't forget okay. talking okay. smack. But, uh, um, but yeah, like precocious children drive me up a wall. Drew Barrymore was just adorable. Yeah. There's a difference between precocious and adorable. I don't like precocious. And I think like, she was very natural in that. And I think she, I mean, we, I always talk about how much I, I, I adore her so much. Like mm-hmm. she's, and now it was her TV show. I love her TV show. If you guys she's, haven't watched again, her TV natural. show. So Anybody natural. else would, she was, um, cause Blake, our friend Blake gave me the Jeanette McCurdy book for my birthday. Mm-hmm. I, I'm glad my mom died. Um, and, I watched uh, her on the Drew Barrymore show Mm because Blake gave me that book because we both had some trauma in our childhoods involving our our mothers. Mm -hmm. And um, basically, I don't know who Jeanette McCurdy is, though. Yeah. Because I didn't watch her shows. So I was like doing a deep dive before I started reading the book, which I love so far, by the way. And um, she was on Drew Barrymore's show Mm -hmm. and they were bonding because they were both Mm -hmm. child actors with problematic moms. And Drew was... Being, and I mean this in a good way that I wouldn't mean for other people, but mm-hmm. she was almost over the top with how she was reacting mm-hmm. to Jeanette. But it's Drew Barrymore, so it's natural. Like, it's, you know, some exactly. people are just like, oh my God, we have so much in common, or I felt for you so much. Oh my mm-hmm. God, you just illuminated something for me. And you're like, shut up. But she was so, mm-hmm. it's who she is. No, her, it's her, who she her, is. Her, her and it works. Yeah. It works. I love her. She's a national treasure. Yeah, she really is. I mean, she's just. I'm so glad that she has that show, to be honest, because it really yeah. does get to show, highlight that, you know, the is. non-performing part. Yeah. yeah. I have a fun Drew Barrymore story and Steven Spielberg story. Oh, Do you okay. know this? No. Um, just because, you know, she she did grow up and had some problems for a minute before she, like, turned it around. Mm-hmm. But there was, a, in the 90s, I think it may have been a magazine shoot, but I think it was when she actually flashed David Letterman mm-hmm. on his show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Steven Spielberg kind of, assume the role of like surrogate maybe not father but like uncle mm-hmm. like they always stayed in touch which i love about steven spielberg he does yeah, seem to care so rare, much about yeah. the people he works with and mm-hmm. i think that is amazing for mm-hmm. a director especially a straight white male cis <laughs> director yeah, like yeah. that's off like that's not that's yeah, the exception that's not, not the rule not at all but like he's he's pretty scandal free i think but so anyway he i forget what it was but he like called her or wrote her was like i hope you don't have you, you know, you don't have to do this to get attention or to mm-hmm. get like, I forget what it was, but it was like fatherly without being too like terrible, yeah, but just yeah. kind of like, eh. so she staged a photo shoot of her being a nun mm-hmm. <laughs> around town and praying Oh my god! and sent it to him just as like a funny little like gag yeah. gift. Like I'll be better Steven <laughs> or mm-hmm. something like that. She it's somewhere on YouTube. She tells That's the story better cute. than me. Cause I think she, I think he was on her show. Oh, and wow. They told that. Look up that clip. Actually, that's, that that's yeah. what I'm referencing. And I just yeah. remembered that that's exactly where that anecdote came from. But yeah. It's like a story that would not be adorable from other people. Mm-hmm. But it's really adorable because it's Drew yeah. Barrymore and Steven Spielberg. And also she has that like lisp. And yeah. she still has it. As a, she had it as a kid. Mm-hmm. She still has it. And it's so adorable. Cute. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I do feel, I do, because I do actually like the actress who played the mom. Yeah. But it was just um, a bad role, though. Yeah. That's what it was. It wasn't her fault. I couldn't imagine. I would be like, wow, this 
This kid is amazing. I would I would just be distracted all the time. Yeah, I know. Also, the reason why we're releasing it uh, uh, around in October is because it's, it, it's it has some pretty good Halloween <laughs> yeah. Halloweeny time. It's a fall movie. I know. Can they go trick or treating. I know. I I really like that when movies are subtly in a season. Yeah, because like, like it's that. like a slice of life. Mm-hmm. without it being like the Halloween movie. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. It adds the context around it. Mm-hmm. And um, you know what? Okay. One movie that I thought, or one part of the movie that I thought was crazy was the, the whole frog scene. There's just so much going on. <laughs> and that seems so supernatural uh, to me more than any, the, the flying or anything. I think I literally stopped you even before that. I'm like, did you dissect frogs in the second grade? Because I didn't freaking do that in the second I, grade. That was like high school no. or middle school level stuff. That I'm was like, high school. Yeah. This is another example of like adults not remembering their childhood I correctly. So. Like I, this is not an elementary school. You don't yeah. give kids knives to take apart animals when they can mm-hmm. barely cut scissors correctly. Seriously. Seriously. And also, when I dissected a frog, it was in formaldehyde. It was not didn't kill fresh. It. Yes. Those kids killed those frogs. Like, that's insane to like, think that's, about. Oh, God. Like, that was so gruesome. Like, that was, like, my least favorite part. Because it was I, just, like, too much. I, I didn't dr- like it. Right. I dreaded going to school because mm-hmm. of that. Like, r- yeah, literally, I, I really you. dreaded. I did and, even before I saw that movie. I'm not going to go to school now and dissect frogs, but like mm-hmm. I would have been extra afraid of it. Right. If I had seen yeah. It as a kid. Yeah. I, so I think as far as like the whole movie goes, I think for me, that was like the most. It was just like, I mean, I liked that Elliot was like, free the frogs, but it, yeah, I it liked, was, I liked it was that a bit much. And yeah. then he kissed the prettiest girl. That's what I was going to say too. Who's a foot taller than her, whatever. People grow mm. at different heights. It's fine. But like, I think it just would have been funnier if you like, A, I don't think the eight-year-olds need to be kissing, but mm-hmm. B, if they were going to make that choice, like, did they have to pick the model-esque girl? I like, know. The patriarchy, man. Like, it would have been exactly. funnier to pick the girl with glasses, little Lainey Boggs or Briggs or whatever mm-hmm. her name is from right. She's All That. Like, I don't know. Or, I don't know. Yeah, no, I know. I didn't, yeah. I didn't care for that. That didn't yeah. do anything for me. It just made me roll Fun. my eyes. Yeah, and you know what? It's weird because as a kid, I liked that part. And then like watching it now. Probably because it was aspirational. You I know? guess so, yeah. Where it's like, yeah, I could kiss a girl and she'd like it. Like, you yeah. know? I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. I, but I think there are so many other <laughs> ways they could have done that. And then also, the, the thing that I was going to talk about, and I know you haven't seen it yet, but... Mm-hmm. E.T. is actually in the Star Wars universe. Did we did we talk about this a little bit? Um, you hinted at it, okay. and I I did read though that the Yoda at the Halloween was like mm-hmm. an inside joke to George Lucas, yes. like a wink kind of or something. But I don't mm-hmm. know if I knew about it being in the same universe. Yeah. So apparently, it in the Phantom Menace, which is Episode One that came out in nineteen ninety nine ish, eight ish. Okay. Yeah, it's one of those, and. Um, he or et's race they have like a senate they have like a whole oh you did mention this that's right okay yeah and but et's not it's not et but et's race is in 100 percent in there it's not like it's like there you know and so i do really think because there's theories that et is actually a jedi because (laughs) he has even I powers. kind of understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the tele- telekinesis, mm-hmm. uh, telepathy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's able to heal, um, yeah. force healing. Uh, so that's why when he sees Yoda, he's like, home, home. Because he's like, oh, I know the Galactic Senate. And uh, I remember Yoda. And we know who Yoda is. But. Oh. <laughs> but um yeah i don't know that's i like it. Uh, but i do like the i like uh, easter eggs in general whether yeah. i'm super aware or not i think they're fun i think that that's cute but yeah that's about all i have i think i just have a few just yeah. stray things mm-hmm. um kind of going back to the personality of et it's like he's supposed to be kind mm-hmm. of like a genius or at least has different powers than us but mm-hmm. like he had no chill when they were trying to get him to be quiet, he wouldn't shut up. He yeah. was like that person that you hate to take to parties. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> so awkward and make it yeah. weird, which is funny. But I was like, I don't know. I just randomly kind of wrote that down. And then I also put like Elliot wearing the red hoodie. It's iconic. Mm-hmm. I get why they picked it. Red's a bold color. It, there's a reason why it's like mm-hmm. a part of logos. It's not. Now that I understand that scene a little bit better, it wasn't a joy ride they were on. Mm-hmm. They were fleeing. Red is like 
it's iconic. It's uh, not inconspicuous, though. <laughs> yeah, Because the whole pack of boys were with them, and they're mm-hmm. all in, like, tan or navy or, like, darker mm-hmm. colors. And it's, like, yeah. the one with the alien is, like, bright red, stands right. out. It's still kind of daylight. Like, I, yeah, I was, like, this is just so, again, I'm kind of logic policing, you know? So it's, like, mm-hmm. I get it. It's iconic. Yeah. Not inconspicuous, though. I cannot say that mm-hmm. enough. I just thought that was... Yeah. Like, way to blend in, Elliot. Way to blend in. Right. Grab the red hoodie. <laughs> and also, so the iconic him... It's not actually the moon. It's the sun. I noticed I was that, too. I like, was like, okay. oh, okay. They've... I mean, I okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you went on the ride, right? You said, Yeah, I think yeah. I did. And like, okay. Like, when I was 19, I think, in, like, Universal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and... Um, it was fun. Because they make you fly, and I think you do fly over the moon, which okay. I'm like... Isn't it? This is why people think Mandela effects are real, though. And it's just because people make creative say. choices. Maybe because it's easier to have a moon than a sun. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Less bright, maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know. Or just is more dramatic. You know, because he'd be a dot, I guess, a shadow if he was up against the right. sun. I don't know. So, like, that was... I just, yeah. for some reason, the red hoodie sore thumb thing just stood out to me. And I'm like, yeah. I do want to talk about it. But also at the end, when Peter Coyote is with the mom, like mm-hmm. he's the only NASA dude there. Mm-hmm. Like where'd the rest go? I don't know. I, I kind of feel like he ditched them on purpose though. Probably. I feel like he is so passionate He's just different than everybody else. And he knows that, like, if other NASA people went, yeah, there may be, like, guns He was involved. the good guy. They established that for mm-hmm. sure. It just was just, like, it just didn't seem probable, right. I think, you know? Because I know the cops didn't shoot anyone, but, like, the cops were had guns. I know. And they're, like, eight-year-olds. And it's they're weird. just, like... It's weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think my final thought was I just liked that, because uh, I read that E.T. was... Like, basically a mascot puppet. They got a man mm-hmm. that was, like, two and a half feet tall. Or, oh, wow. And, like, that was part of how he was. I'm I sure there was some part. other stuff, but I'm a puppeteer, so I'm always going to notice cool, the not-quite-human kind of puppety animatronic yeah. stuff and, like, look into it. Because that was a real... I mean, you know, some people some people think that he's ugly or whatever, but, like... They really did a good job of making it live, very lively. Oh, like, it looked very real very, for yeah. whatever that species is. It was, mm-hmm. okay, that's what this is. It's like, that's a zebra, mm-hmm. that's an E.T., that's yeah, a flamingo, yeah. like whatever, you know. And yeah. I really want my dog who's, well, she's not sleeping. Grimmy. She was she, tired. Yeah, yeah she's, she had a couple of days. They were busy, but I want her to be girl E.T. for Halloween. Yes. Just put a little when, wig and hat on her. When they dress up, uh, <laughs> I think... Funny enough, I yeah, you're saying that it's becoming a Funko Pop. It um, is. It's being released soon. I'm and a big also, Funko Pop fan. Yeah, and also, uh, yeah, my sister. That was her. Like, she would rewind that part so many times that I, that's Iconic. that's a crowd pleaser. That is. That was prob- well done. Yeah. It was well done. Yeah, I liked it, and I like Funko for that reason. They pulled mm-hmm. a little fandom moments, like right. from The Office or from whatever, exactly. like the throwaway stuff that you know. And, mm-hmm. Reward you for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I thought that was great. I think that was uh, it for me, too. I don't think yeah. I had anything else I wanted to say. Yeah, and I I wrote a pun in here, and I don't like it, but... I'm oh, now you gotta say it. Now you gotta say it. Um, sneak E.T. Um, sneak E.T. Sneak E. Sneak E.T. E-T. Uh, yeah, it's dumb. Because he was like, sneaky. He was sneaky in the, in the beginning, but I felt that it was funny that, like, his... He did have a element mm-hmm. it was almost like accidental like yeah sneakiness that he had later on but he like he was way faster in the beginning like remember yeah. when he was like running and yeah. stuff like that he well he was probably not hung over yeah but like in the beginning he was so fast but like he later on in the movie there's so many moments where things would have been so much better if he would have just like ran fast or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but I guess he made the bicycles float. So he did. Yeah. But that was another thing too. Actually, I did forget one thing when, okay. If I saw something creepy in the woods, mm-hmm. I would not Hansel and Gretel that, that the yeah. next day and leave like Reese's pieces, breadcrumbs. Like that's a brave boy. Yeah. That's I'm just going to leave it at that. Like I would have been like, I hope I never see that again. 
I know. I went to been like, come to me, creepy thing. I know. Let's play Hansel and Gretel. Like, especially at the edges of San Fernando Valley in the 80s. F to the no. I mean, it's probably like a person. Yeah. No. No, we're not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. He could have been murdered easily. (laughs) Yeah. Dumb kid. Dumb kid. (laughs) There, I said it. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah, he's, I, I wrote it down. Elliot's an idiot. Like, I literally <laughs> wrote that. Elliot's an idiot. I think you low-key, if you're going to have a child per ca- protagonist, they either mm-hmm. have to be super smart, like boy genius type mm-hmm. thing, or they have to be dumb. There's yeah. not a lot of in-between. Exactly. So, yeah, I guess yeah. you're right. He's kind of dumb. But yeah. I guess that wraps it up. Mm-hmm. So please give us a follow, a comment, yes. a like uh, at social media. Let's finally watch it. TikTok, as well as YouTube, depending on what format, mm-hmm. slash wherever podcasts are found. Yes. Spotify. Apple, uh, even Apple. Pocket Cast, which we found that was a thing this week, yeah, thanks we to my friend that. Scott. So, wink, shout out yeah. to Scott. Uh, I'm Lauren Blair Donovan, Blairosaurus Rex. And I'm Clark Knez, other Clarksy. And next week, we're going to be watching The Sandlot, mm-hmm. which October is going to be a heavy month of movies Blair over here has not seen. Yeah. Because we yeah. wanted to go with theming over yeah patterned like you me both whatever and then we're like oh well october's pretty much all blair hasn't seen yeah. it but we're gonna november we're, we're we'll coming back it. with clark with some fresh eyes yes so. Sandlot, oh god there's some coming <laughs> baseball season playoff season yes let's go let's wrap up and uh go dodgers next week go dodgers go rockies who are For not in what the, they're not playing oh they're not okay I'm i mean they, oh i'm sorry i know I didn't they didn't they didn't uh do i okay. stopped even like watching their scores about a month or two ago okay. but anyway okay anyways sorry <laughs> I, I, maybe they are maybe yeah. i'm wrong maybe they got a wild card i don't, I don't know. know yeah i'm gonna check that out actually maybe that was, that was somebody a comedian i think it was dan black he was saying like wrestling's the only sport where uh like somebody could just run in and they're gonna have a match it's <laughs> I, maybe the rockies will just like come in and I would fight I would love it I would love it we haven't mm-hmm. been in the series since mm-hmm. 2007 so yeah. <laughs> well right. okay keep watching and uh, we'll see you next time bye bye Thank you.